Hello and welcome to the Ace of Bases Fantasy Baseball Podcast. It is August 4th, 2020. We can be reached at aceofbasespodcast at gmail.com. What a crazy start to the season it's been with so many players being out with COVID. It's been very difficult just to form a fantasy baseball lineup, especially in weekly formats. Daily is a little bit easier if you have a big bench. It's been very difficult, especially with complete teams not playing for extended periods of time. Some teams right now have four games played. Other um, teams have you know, 12, 13, 14 games played. Uh, the Minnesota Twins, Yankees are off to hot starts. A lot of players like to talk about too, off to good starts. Some players to maybe consider picking up. Others, um, if they're available, uh, maybe take a shot at them. Uh, first player I want to talk about is on uh, the COVID Cardinals right now. And that is Tyler O'Neill. O'Neill's only batting 200 right now and batting eighth in the lineup. So it kind of looks like a player like, well, well why, why consider him? Uh, he's a top prospect, of course, with raw power of a grade of 70. Um, his exit velo has been 92 miles per hour on average this year with a 57.1 hard hit rate. And that's um, balls hit over 95 miles per hour. Uh, he has two home runs and only one K in 17 plate appearances. And this is something O'Neill's been struggling with, minors and in the pros so far, is his uh, K rate. If he can keep that K rate low and continue to hit the ball with, with some velocity, it's going to work out for him. Of course, he's only batting 200 right now. That's uh, on a BABIP of uh, .83. So he's had some bad bucks so far. He's 25 years old. This is a former top prospect. I think he's in a climb up that lineup. Of course, Dylan Carlson's probably going to get the call at some point for the Cardinals, especially if they're somewhat competing. Um, and what's in front of him isn't, isn't much. You have a Carpenter who's DH and he's hitting 200, uh, six strikeouts and 17 plate appearances with one extra base hit, which was a home run. He's aging. He's 34 years old. And I don't know if he can keep up with uh, major league baseball pitching at this point. Dexter Fowler, another aging player that has over 10 years of service time in major league baseball. He also has 16 or uh, six strikeouts and 17 plate appearances and only one extra base hit. And then there's Bader, who is batting 091, five strikeouts and 13 plate appearances with only one extra base hit. So between the three of those players that could compete for playing time uh, with O'Neill, uh, Harrison Bader, um, zero walks. His exit velo is 64.8. And he has zero barrels. So these three, Carpenter, Fowler, and Bader, have 17 Ks and only three extra base hits so far this season. Um, not a lot standing in the way of O'Neill, and I see him climbing the lineup. Um, I think he could do that with ease. Um, he's shown the talent so far this year with really hitting the ball well. Don't worry about that 200 uh, average as it will raise. And I'm, uh, I'm pretty confident that he will be a valuable fantasy option down the road here, especially with the Cardinals uh, having some games canceled here early in the season. They're going to be playing some double headers. Granted, it will only be the seven inning variety, but I see them getting a lot of playing time. Uh, second player I want to talk about, this is a player who will probably be available in zero leagues. I uh, just want to talk about Corey Seager because he's finally showing that breakout potential. Uh, he looks very dialed in at the plate. Um, 23 batted balls over 95 miles per hour already this year. That's 63.9% of his batted balls have 
been scorched for over 95 miles per hour. His max exit velo was 112.8, and his average has been 94.8. So a couple of the top, top averages in the league right there. Um, he took a Kevin Ginkle pitch last week, 444 feet for a home run, really smacked it. 40 at-bats, he has 15 hits. Um, four doubles, three home runs, only six RBIs. I see that going up. That's more of a luck thing at this point, just not getting opportunities while um, while people are on base. Um, now we're going to look at a couple pitchers that um, have put up interesting numbers so far this year. The first pitcher I want to talk about is Tyler Chatwood of the Chicago Cubs. He's a huge reason why the Cubs have started off 8-2. and two. Himself, he's 2-0 and oh with a .71 ERA. He has 19 Ks in 12.2 innings, thanks to a 17.2 swinging strike rate. Um, he's pitched against Pittsburgh and Milwaukee, so it's kind of understandable. Milwaukee is uh, hitting ice cold right now, and Pittsburgh's not doing much better. But he plays in the Central, and of course this year that he's going to play in a bunch of Central teams. He gets Kansas City, Royals next. So I think Tyler Chatwood is a good ad if he's not in your league. Um, he's using a cutter more. He's stitched his, he switched his grip on his cutter. Uh, there's a nice article on Fangraphs documenting this. Um, in the second half last year, he had a 2.84 ERA and a 198 average against. Base on balls is a thing that has killed him in the past, but he's controlled it this year. He's taken a little bit off his fastball and trade for some command and control. And like I said, with that 19 Ks and 12 uh, innings pitched, it's been uh, been helping him so far so that's the first cup the next pitch we're going to talk about is actually another cub like i said they're eight and two right now and their weak point going into the season was going to be starting pitching well just kind of pitching in general they didn't know what they really have uh, the other one alec mills um he has pitched against kansas city and at cincinnati he's two and oh with 1.38 era and i can't stress that enough he pitches in the central this might be a good ad if he's still available his average exit velocity is 79.8, which is the best in the league. He's really limited in hard contact. He's doing that through a lot of ground balls. He's 54.3% uh, of his batted balls are ground balls. A concerning point with Alec Mills is he only has 7 Ks and 13 innings pitched and a swinging strike rate of 6.9. So if you're going to allow that much contact, you're going to have bad luck games and you're going to get um, hits good thing the Cubs hat have a good defense behind him. Um, his BABIP this season is 114, and his left on base percentage is 93%. Usually, that left on base uh, 75% you're looking for, so the 93% is extremely lucky at this point. Small sample size, of course. And the BABIP of 114, you expect that for Alec Mills to be more of around a 320. Uh, his FIP is more telling of maybe his overall stats at 411. But so far, he's limited the hard contact, and he's only pitches with the fastball around 90, 91 miles per hour at tops. So he really needs to be deceptive with his pitches and mix them up quite a bit. Um, but he's been doing it so far this year, and I think he can continue it. Uh, he has great defense behind him and pitches in that central. That's uh, two pitchers on the Cubs that I like. Um, another Cubs pitcher that you might be focusing on if he's available is Rowan Wick, who now is the new closer, it seems to be, uh, for the Cubs. 
as he's closed out their last two games and not overly impressive stuff, but he has a job right now. And in deep leagues, that's huge. Uh, Craig Kimbrell, at this point, I would cut him. He is not worth rostering. And he walks way too many batters. His fastball is down. And the Cubs, I see, will go to different options unless he really proves in middle relief that he can uh, contribute to the Cubs. Holy cow! In other news, of course, Mike Soroka is out for the season. A couple of pitchers that are going to have to step up for the Braves for them to be successful are Tuki Chassant and Kyle Wright. Both of these players are similar being that they were top prospects, highly touted, and they've lost their gleam over the last couple of seasons. They're kind of a three outcome pitchers, whether it's going to be a K, a walk, or a home run. Both Kyle Wright and Tuki Chassant are going to have to limit the walks and home runs for the Braves to be successful and for your fantasy team to be successful. It was a, it'd be a couple players I'd highlight to keep an eye on. Maybe their next couple starts, maybe they can uh, slip into the role and, and, and give the Braves some wins, but I'm not overly confident with this. The next is Joe Adele's coming up. He should be hitting somewhere in the top of that angels order and could be an intriguing prospect. I would stash him if he's available in your league, see how he does over the next week and a half. Personally, I do not feel he's ready for MLB, but some of these guys, they hit better at MLB than they did in the minors. So we, we're kind of in the unknown right now. Uh, the final thing for this week is be on top of your rosters. You need to really be checking the news and notes basically about every 10 minutes before submitting your roster. But there's just been so much, so many news and COVID updates. The COVID Cardinals, I mean, when are they going to play next? That's another thing you need to look at. It's been a real difficult season navigating through this, but you got to submit those lineups. Hopefully you're playing in some daily leagues so you can do it daily with a little bit larger rosters. It's very difficult in NFBC formats where you have to submit weekly because you don't know what you're getting into and you have a lot of roster spots that are uh, gathering dust with no stats over a week. Uh, final is the man hack of the week. and is This is an easy one. Um, always make sure that you have WD-40 around. Now, it can untangle jewelry, remove crayon, remove wax, remove gum, uh, make your door hinges not not be squeaky, unstick zippers. It's just a great tool to have around. You should have multiple bottles in multiple places. Keep away from children, of course. And that is today's episode. I am signing off. Have a great day. See you later. 